those moments when I feel like I need to power up the most, control the most. Those are the pinnacle moments to hand over to God. And instead of acting, go, God, I'm having this compulsion right now. I'm having this impulse right now. What do you want me to do? Hey friends, welcome to Free and Light, a podcast designed to help you experience the life Jesus offers. I'm Tim Shelton, and I'm joined by my friends, Josh, Kelly, and Bill, and we're excited you're here. So pull up a chair and join us in the conversation about what it takes to live free and light. Guys, I have a question for you. I love questions. I know. You know, I was thinking about this. We learn so much from each other over the years. Like I just think about all the things that we're doing in our lives and what we're into. And the reality is if I look at my life, I'm like, oh, I got that from Josh. And oh, I got that from mm-hmm. Kate. Do you relate to that at all? Half of my wardrobe is from you. <laughs> and my wife tells me I can no longer buy things that you recommend. So yes, I fully resonate no, with that idea. You can no longer hang out with I have two Tims in my life. And she's like, that's our financial problems right there. <laughs> that's good. That's Josh, good. does Rachel say that about me? No, she doesn't say that about... No, she doesn't say that about you. Okay. No, she says something else about you that he's not sharing, and that's for <laughs> yes. a different podcast. I noticed he was not open <laughs> to tell you what she is saying about you. Or who around the table she says that about. <laughs> yes. A, that's fair, and B, she's not the only one. That's true. <laughs> so here's my question, right? What are you loving right now? Me. Okay. Lush. I don't know if you've ever been <laughs> what are we in doing? Did our podcast oh, change? Words. We're, no, we're picking words that we love. The oh, word is lush. lush. I love Could lush. Could you define this? She's about to, I think. <laughs> okay. Lush is a store that is for all things body. Bath and Body Works is yesterday. Lush is today. And they have a scrubby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using all these words that all of the men. I'm definitely not getting into this. You can relate to two point yes. Is this what Reed got you for Christmas? Yes, it is. Oh my god. Okay, so it's a scrubby body butter honeybee. <laughs> that's such a mouthful, and it's something you use in the shower. That's like okay. shea butter and honey and almonds. It spells. Super amazing. You asked what I'm loving. I'm having a really hard time not shutting this down immediately. We are three minutes in to season three, and I've heard the word lush and scrubby. My life is complete. All we need to know, guys, is that the three of us represent only part of our listenership (laughs) and community of friends. Fair. And I will say that there's this whole other part of our listenership and friends yes. and Sequel yes. that we don't fully no. understand. The mystery And I of can women. look directly at Kelly and, and nod and say that. And so okay. let's just let Kelly talk to them. I feel like Josh is an ally. It's a He's... scrubby. And what is uh, your favorite? I want to like it. That's all I'm saying. My enthusiasm wants <laughs> to love see, what Did you what just you see like. what he did? He said, I want to like it and shook his head no at the same time. Well, this isn't a video podcast. If it was, there would be subtle cues to the audience, but uh, continue. I'm not going to read it. hiding his laughter right now. That's great. It is a body butter honeybee. That's the one you want to look for. It smells like the entire store. We could devote an entire episode just to Kelly or someone like Kelly. Uh, My wife could do this. I know our daughters could do this and just say, hey, 
I'm just going to say some words of some things that you use in the shower or in your room getting ready. And I want you to explain what they are because I think I know what they are, but I'm pretty sure I don't. And that's one of them. Here's what's going through my head right now. Butter. It's been months since we've been around the table and that's what you bring. I love it. For season three. Kelly, I have a request. I have a request. No, I have a request because I don't fully understand this, but like Josh said, I'm, and I'll nod yes, I'm willing to. I need a sample so that I can come back and report next time about the body butter scrubby lush honeybee. I dare you. I will do it. You get you. You send that to my house. I will so, wash up with that mother. Go I ahead. have it upstairs. Oh my! All right, see you All guys. Right. It's it's show and tell. I totally. Yep. I I have it in my shower, okay. and I stare at it. You do? Well, my daughter and my wife have very similar taste let's say okay podcast and, and episode never four once, women around the table i've never no i've yeah i've never once thought like i want to try that i just like give this a spin i have I'm my in. own thoughts on it for All different right. we've, we've lost 80 percent. what are you loving uh what i'm loving right now is learning more about how i function in the world mm-hmm. on all levels so i'm not trying to get like philosophically deep or like yep. get into like a counseling session even though like that's a component of it but what i'm learning about the balance of my life is that I give a large portion of my life to output. Mm. So that applies to things like fitness and other things. And so what I'm actually loving right now is actually learning more about the holistic components of it. Yeah, I love it. So I'm doing that through this thing. It's a a whoop band. You bought one of those? I didn't buy one of those. Someone Christmas, like, bro. Golfers yeah, cr- use that. This is Christmas and birthday. And crossfitters yeah. use, use that. But you just said whoop. Whoop. Okay. Whoop lush. We I just learned this phrase. The I, le- words. I learned I learned this phrase. It's not a watch. It's a whoop, which I'll never say that after I just said it now because it sounds so <laughs> stupid. Never say it again. Now we have the voice clip. We have the voice clip. Here's though. my thing. I tried a smartwatch, like, mm-hmm. like a cheaper one, not an Apple watch, but basically the same thing. Within 30 minutes, I took it off. I was like, I can't do that. This is no screen, and it gives me all those metrics. So for the yeah. first time, I'm tracking my sleep. You guys have talked That's about really that. Cool. I can track my effort and my output, and I can just see like important things like is my heart rate <laughs> and my stress and all that. So yeah. I'm learning all that and I'm actually loving it. I thought for a while, like all those metrics would be super stressful, yeah. but it's actually really informative and life-giving. That's me. I, I love that. Might be a birthday gift. Hey. But you like, what, do, do you wear watches though? Sometimes. You, yeah, that's, that's the hardest that's, thing is wearing thing. something on my wrist. Yeah, because I have... I'm, uh, yeah. You're a watch different guy. I'm a watch yeah. guy and so I, I try to... Like I am it, not. This is a first. But you have, you're a whooplush. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I'm oh, loving. Nice. Yeah, what about you? I'm loving something I hate at the same time. This is like a this is a love hate relationship. Oh, but there's love involved. So is it, it a frenemy? And I'll keep it, it short. Is it a frenemy? <laughs> <laughs> We're on the words today. We are. Lush, whoop, frenemy. Yes, this is a frenemy. So, Nervous sighted. Uh, yeah. Years ago, I learned the enneagram or I should say learned about some of the Enneagram. I'm no expert, but I put it away for a little while just because I was exhausted from it. Uh, it's If you engage with it, I want to say right, Bill, correct me if that's a wrong term, but if you do the work is the way I would say it, it's slightly soul crushing, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at least in the beginning. Um, but anyway, I put it away and then just recently we had some things pop up in my life. I'm like, I, I need to kind of Unfortunately, re-engaged, some old patterns had popped up and different things like that. So anyway, in doing that, a book came across my feed desk email. I don't, I forget even how I learned about it, but it's called Self to Lose, Self-Defined by 
uh, Marilyn Vansel. She's a spiritual director out of uh, Washington, I think. Anyway, one of the best books uh, on the Enneagram from a Christian spiritual perspective. Um, and she really makes the case on why this is important to our apprenticeship to Jesus. And not only did the book blow my mind, but there is a particular prayer in there for Enneagram type threes that like, I don't even know what the right word is. It, it, it kind of like, undid me. Ooh, is that even un, a... Like, undid is a great word. Is that yeah, correct that's grammar, I think Josh? I've only heard it In the way undone. you used it, it is. It is? Okay. I came undone. <laughs> there you that's go. Oh, there you go. can say it undid. Yeah. Somebody was correcting I, your grammar out uh, there, yeah. and now you got to write. Yeah, I won't ever forget when I read that. Tim, as you were using those words, you were undone. Uh, how'd that feel? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if the audience could see the look right now. I don't uh, know. Like, it's really interesting because because I am a little bit of a feeler. Yeah. I'm like, kind of like 5149. Did he say a little? <laughs> Different podcast. Calm down. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> because I'm a feeler, I own it. Like, it, like there's a part of me that, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, God is moving. Yeah. And I see what uh, what he's doing. And then there's another part of me that is ashamed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right? That's the only way I can use it is to say I'm ashamed of this thing that's crept into my life. Yeah. At, and I was unaware that it was there and that sucks. Well, and if you, you know, those of you out there that do any kind of work on personalities, Enneagram self-awareness, uh, when you become aware of something, then you're faced with the opportunity to either deal with it, ignore it, run from it. It sounds like you, you know, the word ashamed, I mean, I would say that's courageous to, d to dive in and, and work on it, pick up a book. I mean, how many people do that? But I know like in my life, when those things creep in, uh, usually I'm unaware until a situation pops up or until somebody calls it out. feels like you just had a situation like that, didn't I've, you? Well, but you see, I'm, I'm pointing this back at you. I know, I, I know you I'm, do. I'm done with I know. me. <laughs> because I, your eyes have told me that, yeah, I mean, for me, um, there's been a lot of situations. I mean, one of the recent ones for me was a moment when, and if you're a parent out there, you realize the moments with your kids when you look in their eyes and they look back at you and you realize you've done the wrong thing or you've said the wrong thing. Not in like a, a right or wrong, oh, I got you know spaghetti instead of lasagna. Not I, I picked a, the wrong snack for you at school or the wrong color shirt. Like the moment in their heart where something is off. And uh, it was a, a, a season ago, I had one of those moments for my daughter where my reaction to her in a moment literally caused her to go into a mini panic attack. Mm. That's fun. Uh, yeah, that's fun as a parent when you're staring at your kid and you go, oh, I caused that. So what happened? Well, one of my kids, uh, she was a high school senior last year. And here's the crazy thing about my kid. She, we had just gotten a letter from the school about the honors banquet. So she had made honors for her high school as a senior, which is great. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. Accepted to college, all those things, like ready to go. But like many of us around the table, she struggled with the subject of algebra. 
And for me, I understood it. I mean, I didn't really study in high school, but I didn't always make honors, so it wasn't a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was struggling with algebra, and one day we got her grade, and she was in danger of failing. So I'm sitting there with an honors announcement in my hand, you know, 3.5 student, honors, and if she fails this class, she doesn't pass high school. Mm. And oh. so as a parent, like, this isn't like, well, my kid might get a C in biology or a, yeah. uh, might get a B minus and not get that scholarship. This is like, have to take summer school or have to come retake it. Yeah, it's like missing a milestone of life. Yeah, and, and nobody would ever want that for their kid. So what do I do in my Enneagram 3? Can I guess? STJ. Can I guess? Mar- yeah, Can I guess? guess? Can you guess? You power oh. up and control. Um, thanks, Tim. Next podcast. Uh, <laughs> so I have this, this visceral moment. And I've talked to her, like she, she agreed for me to share this. Um, I had this visceral moment where I'm standing in the doorway to her room and she's telling me about her grade and I go into fixing control mode. Well, we need to get you a tutor, right? Cause every kid needs to hear that from their parent when they're hurting. We need to get you a tutor. And what, well, what, what do we need to do right now? We need to talk to the teacher. What, what we need to go meet with the teacher. What do we need to do? Do you need, and I- Defcon one. And like mm-hmm. now, like sitting here around the table from you with you, I can feel my stress in that moment. Mm. Like I can feel it. She's sitting, I'm standing. And I can just see her eyes start to melt and her breathing start to pick up. And in that moment, God just said, back up. Hmm. Like take a step back. How did you have the awareness to hear God speak to you in that moment? That's a great question. Um, my thought is the look on my kid's face, because I have a decent relationship with my daughters. You know, we, I have two daughters, 18, 15, and then a four-year-old son. And I, I try to be a great dad. I try to hang out with them. I can tell for the most part, I'm attuned to what they're feeling. Long story, situation in my home of learning attunement to them, not something I grew up with. Uh, and in that moment, her eyes, um, and I think she even said, and I, I, gotta, I gotta remember back here, but I think she even said, you need to leave. Oh, so she told like, you what God was saying. <laughs> well, no, but, but she like in that moment of like, well, yeah. I, you need to leave. Yeah. It's really interesting though, because I feel like when we're like at the highest point of our anger, like seeing red, Yeah. I love that you were able to pause for a minute and see her. Yeah. And, that. and that's a God thing. And I would, I would actually, Kelly, not to, because you, you said the word anger. For me in the moment, I was projecting as angry and this is self-awareness. This is the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. This is any assessment. But really, I was afraid. I wasn't angry. I was afraid for her. It wasn't about me. I, you know, it's not a thing for me. But I was afraid for her. And so, in that moment, she had said something, and I can't. I don't remember the exact words. But it was either "you need to leave" or "I need a break." We have a word in our home, like if our kids need a timeout, they can be like, "I, I need a break right now." Mm-hmm. So it might have been something like that, where she verbalized that. And I stepped back from the door of her room and went to my office on the other side of the house. And I am. Feel because anger is a secondary emotion. So there's mm-hmm. there's guilt, there's shame, there's frustration, there's disappointment. They're, they're like all the different things are kind of like jumbled up inside there. I sat down at my desk, and God's like, "What are you doing?" And in my mind, I'm like, "I'm fixing the situation, God." Yeah, I'm, get par- on, get I'm parenting. On, yeah, get on the same page with me, God. I'm fixing the situation. I know the answer. I just we just need to do it now. And I remember mm-hmm. this clear as day. God just said, "What does she need right now?" And I went a tutor to do her homework, to talk to her teacher. To- <laughs> We've all, I've already verbalized these. <laughs> and that conversation with God went something along the lines of, well, no, do you see her? She's my daughter. She'll be okay. 
and we had a great conversation over 10 minutes. God and I have like, well, she'll be okay. Great. You know, she's going to fail high school, blah, blah, blah. Like all the different fear and anxiety. She would, that would never happen. But in my moment, that's what happened to me. And over those 10 minutes, what it ended up being is God had revealed to me what my daughter needed was my affirmation, encouragement, and love. And so a few minutes later, I walked back in. This is always fun to do as a parent. And everybody in my family knows about Sequel. They know about the listening journey. They're, they're all followers of Jesus. And so as a parent, one of the things I love to do is walk in and say, when I've messed up. And I mean that, I do love that. Because I think as a parent, specifically a dad to daughters, to walk in and be like, hey, I made a mistake. And I said, hey, that was me earlier trying to control the situation. You didn't need that. I listened for a little bit. I wanted to apologize to you. I love you. I'm proud of you. You let me know what you need and I'll be here to help. What I love about you doing that is if we don't model that, our kids will think oh, yeah. we're perfect yeah. or we have it all together. And so, Bill, I love that you did that. That has been actually apologizing to my kids has been one of the most transformational things for our relationship. And I've had, Bill, I've lost my temper more than a few times or done something wrong and I've, and I've had to apologize for the same thing uh, or similar things. Uh, how did it turn out? Yeah, I mean, how it turned out, she, in the moment, obviously, you know, when a kid's in a state like that, it takes a little while to come out of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've had to learn that over the years. Like when the emotions get that high and your nervous system gets so dysregulated, like it takes time for the kid to receive what you're saying. It's not an immediate thing. So I apologized. Um, we talked later and later on she was calm. We, we connected and really she passed her class, I think with a 59.6, which is a passing grade, which is really funny because you want to know my passing hmm. trigonometry score in high school, hmm. 59.6. Oh, no kidding. So, <laughs> you know, let's go people. She passed, uh, graduated, went to college, in college right now, has a job. You know, she's, she's a great kid, like all, all of those things. Uh, but in that moment, what I learned personally is that in those moments when I feel like I need to power up the most, control the most. Those are the pinnacle moments to hand over to God. And instead of acting, go, God, I'm having this compulsion right now. I'm having this impulse right now. What do you want me to do? And I've done that not every day. So just so the whole world knows I'm not perfect. If any of my family is listening, they're like laughing right now. I'm not perfect in that. But the one out of seven days I do that, and I go for a walk or I go for a run or I go listen or I go, uh, one time God told me to go watch a comedy show, <laughs> like literally to just like lighten up. Mm -hmm. I am a 10 times better parent, better husband and better human. You know what it reminds me of is the, I think it's Sermon on the Mount. Josh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, where Jesus says, why, why you, me? I don't Theologian know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a great question. I but just, I, I feel, I just feel I, like I you would know this. I will sit in the seat of theological uh, honor then. Wow. Sermon on the Mount where Jesus no, yeah. says, um, why are you worrying about all of the different things in your life, look at the lilies of the field and look at the trees and the yeah. birds and and I take care of them. So don't worry about where you'll go today and tomorrow and what you'll do. Trust me, be present. You know, and that's what it reminds me of is like we get so caught up in the future. Like if your daughter doesn't pass this test, her life is ruined. And that is not true. No, no. I, I know. And there's so many parents out there that are like, well, if my kid gets one C, they won't get into the college they want. Or if they don't, you know, hit this one sports practice, or if they don't do this one test score. And the truth is sitting around the table as adults, 
-hmm. Like I rarely remember my high school GPA, my test scores or anything. It's who you are as a human. And we get so caught up in that. I get so caught up in that. But yeah, it was a great lesson for me, not only in that, because I think I, since that moment, that was a big moment for me because I, I really now try to look at my kids through different eyes. And I have a high school freshman now, I have a college freshman, that can be difficult. But man, just saying, hey God, what does my kid need right now? instead of what do I need or what do I want? Man, that is a, that's a life-changing question for me. Thanks for sharing that, Bill. I mean, I, I remember when that happened mm-hmm. uh, a few months ago. Yep. And uh, we talked about it several times. You, you were asking questions of like, hey, what are you doing with your kid? And how do you approach this? And, and you know, we got a sense of what was going on underneath the surface to see it play out well and to watch you stu- as a friend stumble through it figured out is is encouraging but i think the most encouraging thing for me is that you were able to hear god's voice in real time yeah and the most encouraging thing is not that you heard it at that moment it's that you have a body of work with the lord over the last decade that led up to a moment to where you were able to follow him and listen to him in real time and that's to me the encouragement for me personally is like this is why the practices matter like josh yeah. i know you know, the last year for you has been a transformational year spiritually and watching all the different practices that you've been engaging in. Like if you don't do those practices, when, when it's kind of like, you know, put up or shut up, you may not have anything to draw upon. And that's your story, Bill, is you had a, a well of practice to draw upon. So when it mattered most, you're able to hear God speak through the noise. That moment for you guys could have been a turning point in a much different direction where now it can be marked as something different. And we've talked about this story because, you know, we to get permission to do this. And the funny thing after that, so after that in succession over the next month, she passes her class, graduates from high school, got accepted to college, obviously got her college schedule, got her license, got a job, went on a missions trip. Beautiful. All with it, like literally all within, and we kind of laugh about it. I'm like, really? Like, like that last few weeks? But it was that like that, that turning point mm. there, she went in that direction. And it's been, it's been all up to the right. Well, Bill, thanks for sharing that story. Friend, we do this podcast, imagining you're here sitting around the table with us, literally pulling up that fifth chair. And since you're here listening with us, here's what I would say, here's what we would say to you is, if you're curious about what it looks like to be still and listen, if you want God to show up in your moments, the big moments that matter, then our encouragement is learn how to slow down, learn how to be still and learn how to listen. And we've done two seasons on this. You can go back and listen to what does it mean to settle? We've done guided listening experiences and guided settling experiences. So go back and check out season two. And if you want to learn how to do this in person, join us for one of our experiences. You can go to sequel.org slash experience and check out what we offer. We'd love to see you join us at an in-person experience coming in 2024. We'll see you next time. Sequel. Free and Light is a podcast of Sequel Ministries. We believe that life to the full comes out of an intimate connection with Jesus. If you'd like to support the podcast, visit us at sequel.org slash donate.